Welcome to Running Is Bullshit, I'm Stuart. And I'm Amy, and you're listening to the podcast that loves to hate running. Coming up on today's show, we'll be giving you some of your messages, we'll be reading out some of those, giving you the usual bullshit running news, and also later on we're going to be talking about running inspiration. Uh... Love it, I can feel you You look inspired already. It's like a groan and a cringe at the same time, yeah. that's what running inspiration is It's a gringe. A gringe. Yeah, let's not say that actually. A gringe. I don't like it. <laughs> It doesn't sound right, does it? No, no. We were supposed to have a dog with us today, but I was going to have a guest dog, but you've got a guest cat in the flat. Yes, so the two famously often don't mix. That's true. Um, so yeah, there is a guest cat. He's currently hiding, but he may build up some courage to come out. So if you hear like random meows in the background. Okay. Um, I'm not used to living with cats. I'm, always, I'm a dog person. So I'm Good. Not. He's very strange though. He likes to get in my shower. Not while I'm in it, not while it's okay, on. Okay, cool. Yeah. But he gets in the shower and then looks up like he wants me to put it on. I'm like, you don't want me to put this shower on. Have you surely. done it? Not yet. Oh, come on. I, you know what? Every time I've not had my phone on me, I think this is something that needs to be recorded yeah. when oh, it definitely. does happen. Because he's not going to be getting that shower again. But he's obsessed. He gets in and he meows and looks up. I'm like, you do not want that shower on. What's the cat's name? <laughs> Ralphie. Okay. Well, hopefully Ralphie will make an appearance later on. <laughs> Amy, what's been bullshit for you this week? Um, I've had some non-bullshit stuff. I've actually mm. started running kind of consistently again. So I've been actually, you know, all these weeks, every week since the beginning of the podcast, actually, I've said this week I'm going to build my mileage up, and it's never happened because um, either I'm injured, ill, or just lazy. Yeah. Uh, But this week I've actually started building my mileage. Really? Yeah. Only three times a week this week I'm going to sort of build up more, um, you know, more days as well. But I went out for a 12 mile run this morning. I know, which is sort of the farthest I've run for months. So is there a correlation between us being delayed for a week doing the podcast and you actually running? It is. You know how much prep I like to put into this podcast? Yeah. It, there just hasn't been the time to Why do you think, like, if we stopped doing the podcast, would you just do loads more running? Is it is it the podcast that's actually stopping you? I think so, because I think, you know, on the one hand, you think, oh, um, if you do in this podcast and you're talking about running, then it makes you go out and run more because you're, like, accountable. But actually, I think it just validates me being lazy. Yeah. Because, oh, yeah, it's shit, I'm not running, no. Plus, we but do just crap. complain. So yeah. It, yeah, exactly. So it's sort of... A, psychologically, it's not great, is it? It's a demotivator. So we're going to be is. talking about, like, motivational, inspirational things. And how bad that is. This podcast is to counteract that. <laughs> I don't know what this is anymore, honestly. It's so complicated. <laughs> we don't know what our USP is anymore. No, no, we love it, we hate it, we're really good, we want people to run, we don't want people to run, I don't know. <laughs> So what is your uh, bullshit for the week? Well, it's good and bad. I I ran my 250th park run. Ready for me. Yay. Did you have cake? Did you just, did I didn't make, make your cake. cake? Like your face on? Well, I was really ill. So oh, okay. I was going to make some Welsh cakes. A friend even brought me round. Uh, our guest from the previous show, Liz, brought me a bake stone to make Welsh cakes on, which that, apparently is a thing you have to do. That's serious. But I was really ill. I thought, I just don't want to infect everyone. No. I was pretty nasty on Friday night. So um, I went and did it, but I kind of snotted my way around in like 31 minutes or something. It was okay. pretty unpleasant. You just got through it. Yeah. Someone else made cake because it was her 50th. So Oh, I thought, I thought you meant for you, like a random no, partner. Like... No, not really. Aww. That's a shame. Have you ever run whilst like have, having a really bad cold? Yes, I've. Sometimes when you've got a cold, it makes you feel a bit better to run. Yeah. Sometimes if you're at the end of a cold, but I've run with flu before, and it's not a good oh, idea. Man. Like on the chest, anything they say, anything below yeah. the neck, don't run with. Like anything in the chest, but that was awful. But it'd be, it had been two weeks of not running, and I just mm. thought I'm going crazy. I feel a bit better, but it was not a good idea, and it no. delays recovery as yeah. well. Like it makes you feel ill for longer. Nah. My first ever trail race was at like the tail end of a cold, but the, the tail end when I had just a cough. 
So I, the first half of it was all uphill, and I just kind of coughed and wheezed my way all the way up. It was so bad. You can't feel. You feel like you can't breathe properly. Yeah, there's like fluid. In it was the, the first time I've ever like had a really trouble breathing while running. Luckily, like the second half, of it was kind of downhill, and I kind of sped up and quite yeah. enjoyed it. But my first ever trail race, and yeah. it was it was pretty nasty. Anything with a dodgy stomach as well is a hard no. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it, let us know if you've ever gone out for a run. With a dodgy stomach thinking it'll be okay and what happens? Oh, what, knowing in advance that <laughs> yeah. potentially there's a risk. Yeah, yeah. Has anyone been brave enough to do that? Because that's always been a hard no for me. Like a cold or flu, I've been like, mm, maybe I can do it. But anything like that, no, nah, man. We've got a bit of news on that coming up soon. Oh, so uh, something something <laughs> exciting. A little bit of foreshadowing there. Amy. Well done. Good work. It's almost as if you've read the notes. Um, I also went to the gym and fucked myself up again because I'm an idiot. I tried to do some different things for a change and I did way too much and I, again, couldn't walk for a few days. What were the different things you did? I tried doing some barbell lunges. Oh, gosh, no. And I just did, like, too many with too much weight. Yeah. And, yeah, that really hurt. <laughs> so that was pretty bad. That's that's what I get for trying things new. Yeah, and I think that is the mentality of the runner to always, like, oh, this isn't good enough, I need to push myself more. Like... I did it once and it was fine. Why yeah. not do twice as much? Yeah. I mean, that works for long runs. You do twice as much mileage on the weekend. It's fine. Why could it work for weights? Absolutely. <laughs> Should we mention the tea we're drinking as well? It's the same as two weeks ago because Stuart left his very expensive tea here. Yeah. Have you been so drinking it all last week? I haven't drank weeks? any. I put really? it on the sign I left it. There was a few times where I looked at it and thought, because my own tea supply is running quite low. Yeah. I need to like get to, you know, I need to order my tea. I order my tea online. So I know, yeah. Um, so I did look at it a few times and think, oh, would he notice if I just took I would, a yeah. few? Have you been, have you like weighed it before? Yeah, of course I have. <laughs> well, be safe for the knowledge that I didn't drink any. I left it and thought, no, that's Stuart's very expensive tea. You do not touch. It, it's tea. Darjeeling from uh, the Tea Junction in Norwich. Lovely shop. It is good. It is good as well. I don't normally like um, Darjeeling, but it's a nice one. Yeah, it's a nice shop. It's where my dad goes to buy like Blue Mountain coffee and like other stupid expensive uh, coffee as well because okay. he's mad and just like... <laughs> It's like this coffee's like a hundred quid a kilo or something. It's crazy. See, I don't like coffee, no. but I get the thing about coffee because I'm like that with tea. Yeah. So I get it. <laughs> yeah, my dad buys crazy coffee from there, so he's very happy though. <laughs> um, some exciting news. Amy, we're big in Japan. Yay! Something I tweeted the other week. Um, I signed up for some, you know, some analytics kind of thing and uh, Chartable said for one day we were 67th on the Japanese Spotify sports and recreation chart for a day. I want to know why that is. Please, if you're listening in Japan, let us know. Yeah. Who's listening in Japan? And I want to know, like, is that just English language, do you reckon, and that's why we're so high? Or do you reckon that's of all in that category and it's all, I like, some of it's Japanese of, language as well? I kind of assume it's a bit of a glitch because it was very early yeah. when we, after I signed up for this thing. Yeah, 67th on the Japanese Spotify chart for sports and recreation. I'd like to know about international listeners as well. So yeah. if you're not outside the UK... Well, we've no. got a few. We've got Gibraltar SBC. Of course, of we've course. We've got Kiwi Emma, who I did an impression of really yes. well the other week. She loved that as well. She really liked it. <laughs> I bet she did. I yeah, bet yeah. she really appreciates it. Anywhere else, though? Any other, anywhere else around the world? Let us know. Yeah. Now, following last week's episode, which was really, really good, we want to thank Hope Virgo again for coming on, talking about uh, eating disorders, mental health, and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Almost straight away after that, we saw a Runner's World article called 29 Healthy Weight Loss Tips All Runners Should Know About. I just thought... 29? 29 <laughs> weight loss much. tips. And um, the thing is, I think they changed the title of it because it's now just 25 healthy weight loss tips. So Maybe it's... there was just some that weren't very healthy. Maybe it was like, cut an arm off and you could lose a few pounds. Perhaps there's some that some runners shouldn't know about. <laughs> Secret. The like, dark weight loss tips. <laughs> but of these, uh, well, it's, it came down from 29 to 25. 
Um, the last tip there was keep it simple. You've just posted 25 <laughs> tips about all this random shit and Originally you said, oh, keep it simple. <laughs> I know. And then the last one was like the tip that made the most sense, which was just like, yeah, just like eat a bit healthier and do a bit more exercise. It's like, yeah, yeah. that's it. If, if people are, if people have weight loss as some sort of goal for themselves, you know, whatever, mm. um, that's it. Just, Maybe change your diet a bit and exercise a bit more. It's not rocket science. We don't need all this stress about it. Yeah, well, Runners World have got a bit of form here. In June last year, they had another article called 37 Foolproof Fat Loss Tips. 37? 37! That's too much, man. That's that too many tips. But keep um, it simple, though. All right, absolutely. <laughs> um, now, the, the first like sentence of this article as well is the thing that really got me. It said, Logging miles may be your primary weapon of mass deduction, but these weight loss tips, tricks and shortcuts will ensure you win the Battle of the Bulge. Now, I always worry when I see like comparisons to the Battle of the Bulge because it's like a funny thing that dieters do. Oh, Battle of the Bulge. I, was like, I had a quick look it up. There were 200,000 casualties in the Battle of the Bulge. It's towards the tail end of the Second World War. It was a horrific battle. Like tens of thousands of people died. And it's like, oh, Battle of the Bulge. Oh. You could lose 200,000 calories. Oh. That would be their next headline. Please don't do that. I'm copywriting that. If you want to use that as a headline, Runners World, you've got to pay me. <laughs> please don't lose, lose 200,000 calories. That's too many. Yeah. That's too many. You'd be in negative. You'd be in the shadow realm. You'd be that. <laughs> It's just, I, I just hate this stuff. I mean, we talked about it the other week with, with Pope Virgo, but it's, I don't know, like like I said, some people may have like weight loss as a goal that they're, they're aiming towards. But at the end of the day, runner's world is about running. And these constant things about weight loss just, just enforce this point that, oh, if you're running, it must be to lose weight. Mm. And, it, and just make, put it into people's heads that they should be wanting to lose weight. Like, just go out and run. Just yeah. go out and have fun. If you want to change your diet, you know that the best sort of diet advice on these that I find, especially um, I read Trail Running magazine. This isn't a plug, but I think it's a really good magazine because they'll talk about food, but not in a weight loss sense often. And um, there's a bit like I was told about the other week. There is a bit where they sort of say, oh, if you run this far, you'll lose this many calories. But it's a tiny bit. The main way they talk about food is saying, like, oh, and these foods have these health benefits and they've got these sort of vitamins. And I find that stuff interesting. Yeah. Like the health benefits of certain foods um, in terms of like anti-inflammatory or whatever, all these different vitamins that's fine like that's how i want to talk about diet like oh what can i get out of these foods not like oh in terms of weight loss yeah and also because it said 25 healthy weight loss tips but none of those tips were about uh, self-care or obsessive behavior so it's actually only physical health they weren't didn't touch mental health no, at all no and these sorts of articles are actually contributing to poor mental health let's yeah. be honest absolutely so yeah thanks runners world great great work there um i saw a, a better version of this on facebook from one of our other guests hannah the runner um it was a kind of a little like hand-drawn image here it says five things to do about a bit of weight gain one nothing two it doesn't matter three have a lovely lunch four go outside look at tree five throw panic in the bin perfect that's much better that's all you need to do and you know it made me laugh that reminded me one of the um tips in that 25 healthy weight loss tips was about um not being stressed and not panicking oh yeah great because um something i can't remember the, the final details of it but something about the stress hormone that you release can stop you um you, it can it sort of interact with your metabolism in negative ways and, and cause you to um apparently like keep weight on or gain weight whatever you know and i just thought yeah but like you're stressing people out with these constant articles yeah. saying you're too fat <laughs> We've had an email from Brian. Thank you very much. Uh, he said he decided at 52 to get fitter and start eating better. 
He's a former runner in the army and figured, how hard can it be? Love that. His first mile took him 10 minutes and 43 seconds, so I guess quite hard. And he thought he was going to die. But he's followed his plan, has now knocked off over three minutes off his mile time in just one year. However, the biggest difference has been to his mental health, and he got in touch after the last episode with Hope Virgo. Brian doesn't think running is bullshit, but the comments he gets definitely are. He said things like, people say, oh, running's bad for you. Uncle Norman was a runner and he dropped dead. And a comment about him losing weight, which was just, you look shit. Which is a bit blunt. What, saying he'd lost too much weight? I guess. That's kind of harsh. So thanks, Brian, for saying very nice things about us. Uh, We're glad running has helped, but it, it is bullshit. Yeah. We will agree to disagree. Yeah, but I agree that people's comments are bullshit as well. Like, yeah. You know, it's that old thing of like, people commenting about your body. Like, yeah. leave it out, Uncle Norman, or whoever said you look yeah. like shit. I mean, Jesus. And, oh, running's bad for your knees. Oh, the classic. I mean, yeah, I shouldn't say that with somebody with a knee injury, but actually, you know, running's actually... <laughs> but obviously during my knee injury times, I've looked, <laughs> looked at many articles on this, and I think the general consensus is that running is better for your knees than not running. Yeah. Because it helps to blood flow to cartilage. Because you're supposed to run. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So don't give people shit comments, (laughs) twats. Uh, On Twitter, there's been a good reaction to uh, one of your comments from last week that people have very much enjoyed. And Matt Barton agreed. He said, I will shoulder check a bitch is my new mantra. I saw this in the show notes and I was like, I remember saying that, but I can't remember the context. (laughs) It was about you uh, talking about people who were walking in the middle of the path. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, stick by it. Yeah, I will shoulder check a bitch. (laughs) I'll play it in again now. They're not going to move, making no effort. I will shoulder check a bitch. There we go. (laughs) A lot of people enjoyed that. Adrian Keeble? Is that how we're pronouncing Adrian's name? Why not? Um, Says he is a snot rocketer and blames bad sinuses. No, you're gross, Adrian. Right, Adrian, I'm willing to like, accept that as long as you're sort of um, responsible with the snot rockets. You know, you're checking around you first, you're sort of licking a finger and putting it in the air and checking the wind direction, you know, and all those sort of things. And maybe I can let it slide, maybe. I just kind of worry, if he's got bad sinuses, what's coming out is going to be even nastier than usual. He's spreading all kinds of things. Um, just Pete says he's an overweight chap and badly sized t-shirts gets his goat. Get, gets his, get, gets his goat. Get his goats. I don't know. Gets his goat. Gets his goat. Right. Sorry, it just sounded wrong. Badly sized t-shirt. A lot of people have complained about yep. those, haven't they? Yep. I rented um, two races recently and they actually had an extra small option uh, when choosing t-shirt <gasps> sizes. So I'm oh, thinking, is that actually going to be extra small? Because mm. I've had extra, I'm using uh, quotation, air quotations there, but I've had extra small t-shirts before and they've not been extra small. Mm. They've still been kind of big and yeah. Ian Hales did us a solid by replying to UK run chat and runner that running is BS is brilliant and well worth queuing up during a run if you don't mind the laughter interfering with your breathing pattern. Hey! Cheers, Ian. We've had a few people complain about that, haven't we? They've laughed a bit too much. Yes. I, I think I spoke about it before, don't but mind. I found that with other podcasts as well. Like, I can't listen to my dad write a porno, like, running. No. Because I literally can't breathe. Like, not only do you look crazy laughing, but I can't, like, I get a stitch. <laughs> yeah, I generally kind of run with people these days, so I don't really get to listen to that much while I'm running, which is probably a good thing. All right, Mr. Popular. Ooh, okay. I run with people these I've days. I've got a, quite a lot of friends, actually. Quite a big deal. I've got a running crew. <laughs> oh, yes. So, former guest Liz Reese says, I'll tell you what's bullshit about evening running, cold boobs and an empty belly. I think that's bullshit yeah. any time, really, isn't it? Yeah, the saddest sentence ever. Cold <laughs> boobs and an empty oh. belly. I mean, just any time, that's a bad thing. <laughs> it's 
like a Dickens novel. Cold boobs and empty belly. <laughs> the first line of a rejected Dickens novel. <laughs> I've just felt tea all over oh, myself. Oh, you laughed too much. I laughed too much. Did it interfere with your breathing pattern? It did. It did interfere with my oh. tea holding pattern. Um, yeah, that is depressing about evening runs. Cold boobs. Oh, yeah, always depressing. Yeah, always a bad thing. Sad times. Hopefully those get better. I can't, like, in the evening, I can't run feeling hungry because I feel like I'm going to faint. Yeah. So I have to make the other choice, which is eat and feel like I'm going to throw up the whole way around. Yeah. Which isn't good either. But It's not great. Uh, if there's any more bullshit you want to share with us, please tweet us at runningisbs. Leave us a comment on Facebook. You can find us at runningisbullshit. You can email us like Brian did, runningisbull at gmail.com. If you've got anything a little bit longer to say, we always like those. Uh, yeah, get in touch. Let us know what you think is bullshit. Bullshit. Bullshit running news. It's the bullshit. It's the running news. Bullshit running news. That's going to be nice to edit that clap. <laughs> a school chief who regularly pooed on his school's running track says police has ruined his life. This is a great combination of uh, running and a poo story. Love a poo story. <laughs> A school has used CCTV to catch a member of staff who pooed on their track every day. He was fined £375, but then local police released his photo, which he claims was done to defile his name, which I think is pretty bad phrasing. (laughs) If you talk about defiling and you're the one pooing. It's pretty good phrasing. (laughs) This humiliation has led him to resigning from his job, which is, of course, quite sad. Um, What was his job? uh, Well, the thing just said school chief. He was a school chief. Yeah, I don't. Was, that's an American thing, I guess. I don't he know. Wasn't, what, so he was he pooing on his own own school track. Yeah. Was this on a school track? Hold on. Yeah, yeah, it's a school running track. He was he pooing on, on it. His own, you don't. You know when you say you don't shit yeah. where you eat. Yeah. <laughs> you don't shit where you run. Um, he claimed he suffered from runner's diarrhea, and it, the quote was, "It's been getting worse as I've gotten older, but I run forty miles a week, and it's not like it happens all the time." Happens every day, doesn't it? <laughs> if, if it's happening every day, if you if you have to stop every day to shit on the track, you've got a problem. People are just disgusting. But I'm sure I've heard another story before, like only a, a couple of years ago, about a woman who was like a serial pooer outside somebody's front like, lawn. This is in America <laughs> yeah. as well. And they caught her on CCTV, like having a shit in the same place every day. I think she was a runner as well. What is it about runners just dropping their trousers yeah. and having a, a shit? Like... To be fair, when you got to go, you got to go. That's fine. You know, if this man is suffering from runner's diarrhoea, sometimes you got to go. But don't run on the track every day. If it happens every day, it happens every don't day. run on your school's track and have to shit there. Like, shit first. Or, mate, have, like, a contingency plan. When you feel it coming, you think, right, I need to get somewhere else. Or, yeah. I like, I, I just think it's astounding that... Yeah, I don't know whether the, the woman one was funny because it was like the, the same person's like front lawn. So I wonder if this one's the same point on the track because I'm wondering is it just at that point in the run like that's when they need a shit or is it like yeah. mentally now it's like a Pavlovian response like yeah. oh I, they see that point of their run and think well time for a shit. <laughs> yeah, it's their brain just. I kind of feel bad for him because he's lost his job now. That's kind of bad. But yeah, but if I went to, into work and did a shit outside my office every, every day, single day. I don't think I'd resign. I think I'd be fired. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, so that's an odd one. That's I just I just want to do that just for the headline. It's such a good headline. I love anything to do with poo and running, basically. Give us, send us the poo stories. <laughs> Always want poo stories. Decathlon in uh, France has cancelled running hijab sales, so they're no longer selling hijabs. Um, so the French sportswear brand Decathlon have been forced to withdraw their running hijab from sale following public outcry. 
the firm has decided to spend the product following a wave of insults and threats. And this is really sad and like yeah. depressing because I saw that Nike released a like um like a hijab mm-hmm. style um like running thing. Um, I think that's cool because like some women wear hijabs and they also want to go out for a run. So yeah. I think that's cool and it's not hurting anyone. I don't get what the big deal is. Just to make it clear for people, the hijab is the one. It doesn't cover the face. Mm. It kind of goes around the face. It's basically yeah. a snood. Yeah. There are plenty of people that wear running snuds yeah. when they run uh, and this is kind of the same thing yeah, yeah I don't I, but, um, are hijabs illegal in France or is that um, is it the burqa that's illegal in burqa France? is illegal in France yeah I think the, but France I mean, are weird about this yeah they are anything to do with like um, yeah anything like that they're very strange yeah, about but I don't like you said I don't get why the hijab the running yeah. hijab why they're banning those well I I suppose it is just sort of um this anti-Muslim rhetoric. Yeah. That's it's, basically, it's something that covers the hair and neck. You know, I went out this morning, I ran, and I pretty much covered up my neck with uh, a buff and I wore a headband, which was quite a large one. You put your hood up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it, it, yeah, effectively, it's the same thing. It's, if you yeah. imagine putting a hood on and pulling it tight around the face, that's kind of the same thing. And it's sad that Decathlon is like a big yeah. brand feel that pressure because it you know it's coming from the public the, the public in france complaining about it yeah. and rather than saying well fuck you we're still gonna sell them yeah. like get over yourselves they've decided to withdraw it because yeah. i'm not sure the scale of sort of the um, backlash against it because obviously if you feel quite strongly about something you might mm. be in a minority but you're going to be the most vocal yeah. because if you're fine about like i wouldn't think twice about you know um, a sportswear brand selling a hijab so yeah. I'm not going to talk about it yeah. whereas if you're really sort of adamantly anti-Muslim then you're going to be ranting yeah. about it on Twitter it's just sad that they felt the need to withdraw it like. yeah I think Nike is still selling theirs which is great but yeah. uh, I guess anyone that needs them now in France are going to have to buy them online Look, there should be some sort of mass protest whatever like if they have park runs in France or whatever of just like wearing like a mm. like what what is it called like a what do you call it a like snud a snud a snud it's a good word <laughs> Have you made that up or is it actually? No, that's a word. It's a thing. <laughs> yeah, it should be a mass protest with snuds. Solidarity. Yeah. In America, a runner loses his shoe 400 metres into a 3K race, continues to run, and the results are not pretty. You know what, right? You put on the show notes because I did actually read the show yeah, yeah. notes. Yeah, well done. Amy, don't look at this one. I want a live reaction on the show. Yeah, yeah. I have seen it in passing, but I don't think I've looked in any detail because... Okay, t- today's the day. Today's uh, the day. You load it up. Um, it was Harvard University student Kieran Tuntivate. Fantastic name. Uh, he actually won the race, though. So, obviously, he got a surge of adrenaline from somewhere. Uh, he won his 3K race, running 2,600 metres with one shoe. Amy, are you looking at the photo? Instagram is loading. It's just loading and loading. The ten- tension's running high. Okay, you can look at it on mine. You ready? Yep, I'm ready for this. That's gross, man. Like, that's awful. Like, I mean, you expect, you know, to perhaps lose a little bit of skin because he's obviously running right on the ball of his foot and his toes yep. like a proper runner. Yeah. Um, oh, I've, I've got the picture of him running now as well. Yeah, okay. Well. Talk us through this photo for people. I mean, this is a podcast, so they it, can't it, see it. It's just a mess. Like, I, it's just a complete mess. You know, like um, in World War One when soldiers were entrenched yeah. for, I think it's like that if soldiers are only covering up you know the front of their yeah. foot he's lost a lot of skin off the ball yeah. and off two of his toes as well and it's kind of really dry as well by the look they're of that as well they're going to have to be amputated I'm not probably you know. <laughs> yeah I mean I'm not a doctor I mean you are a doctor actually so I yeah my medical diagnosis I'm not a medical doctor but my medical diagnosis would be that um, we've got to take those off yeah not, I... not because they're the damage just because they're gross yeah just because he's <laughs> disgusting 
I mean, yeah, it just obviously looked like it's really dried it on the track. And I think the track's probably, I don't know if that's like a bit of heat off that track as well. Because I suppose when you scrape your foot back, it's creating a bit of heat and it's all white and nasty. And We don't need to see that. The other day, right, I was eating my breakfast and scrolling through Instagram. I was looking at my Instagram stories, actually, and not naming any names. But somebody was posting, like, in great detail, a blood blister that was under their big toenail. Oh, nice. Bursting it, basically, like, putting a pin into the nail. Yeah, yeah, and it was, yeah. And it, like, blood, like, splurted out. It's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. I'm like... Who was, who was that? Um, I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, I'll well, show you I'll after the show. Up. It was disgusting. No, that's quite good. It was awful. And I just don't need to see that while I'm having my breakfast. Like, But I, I noticed that a lot of the runners post, like, their manky feet and oh, stuff yeah. on, on Instagram grosses me out that. Like. Okay, I, I, I'll encourage people to do it. <laughs> to be fair, this guy did say on Instagram, hashtag don't swipe if you're eating, uh, swipe for a surprise, uh, and also uh, barefoot running, which I can't like. <laughs> hashtag barefoot running. Final story today. Uh, it's not really a bullshit story. This is an interesting story. This is all part of the Amy Gender's gender uh, agenda. I, I wondered why you were pausing. I thought, yes, this is my time. This is ladies' things. So if you're a man, do not listen. This is like ladies' things. No, do you know what? Also, I <laughs> included this because as it happens, I've talked a lot about periods this week. Oh, right. I've got a lot of female friends and it's just come up a few times this week. And I'm very, uh, very cultured. I'm very modern. Cultured. Cultured was the wrong word, wasn't it? <laughs> I know about ladies and what I know about. I actually know quite a lot about lady things. So, <laughs> so, um, so this uh, this is about a running race that is stocking tampons at its aid stations, and the headline is also says it's about damn time. Um, so Pacific Northwest based uh, Rain Shadow Running, which sounds really cool. Rain Shadow Running. Rain Shadow Running. Uh, I bet Optimus Prime is involved in that. <laughs> Optimus Prime. <laughs> What's the name? Who? Who? So, forgot Oliver, already. Oliver Primus. Oh, I don't care. You forgot him already. He's lost. He's old Optimus news. Optimus Prime. Oliver Primus. Um, yeah, Rain Shadow Running Trailer Series will stock tampons at its events as women make up 63% of runners in races. In races in general, is that meant to be? Yeah, I think so, yeah. In, in I guess it's races. possibly American-based, but still. Um, yeah, I mean, I know that the, the percentage of women, especially in half marathons, tend to be slightly higher at the moment. I mean, that makes perfect sense, doesn't it? it yeah. Again, it's one of those things that would have never occurred to me no. as a thing that might be needed. But actually, the, the person who wrote this article said that all of her marathons she's done have been right when she's on a period, mm. which is just like horrible timing for her. Yeah. But doesn't it make sense just to have some tampons at aid stations it doesn't cost that much money no 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 because you wouldn't have to obviously it's not like it's not even like waterway you've got to make sure you've got one for every runner because yeah. not every runner is going to need yeah you may need ne- you may people may never actually use them yeah but they're always there just to reassure people I say, especially on longer races marathons and ultras so do we know if the race director is a woman or there's like a woman that's sitting on the uh, I'm not quite sure it's just, just something that's uh, like you they've said, decided it's often to do. something that men perhaps don't think about because they're not, not experiencing yeah. periods and running with periods so yeah, fair play though. That's a good idea. I'd love to see that happening more in the UK. I'm not sure perhaps if there's people we can contact. And if any men get a nosebleed? Just, is that, is that an effective... Apparently. Have you not seen, um, is it She's the Man? Where, uh, oh, it's with Amanda Bynes, isn't it? Where she pretends to be a boy and she has... Anyway, <laughs> they use a tampon to like, plug a nosebleed. Okay. So if my if my knowledge of like 90s film matches Probably this, does, then yeah. if any men are having a nosebleed, shove a tampon up there. Do you know my favourite tampon story? Oh, God, what? <laughs> no, no, this is a good one. When the first woman went to space, mm-hmm. NASA kind of approached her, the engineers, they'd worked out all their weights and all their loading everything, mm-hmm. and they said, okay, you know, we guess you're probably going to need some, some lady products. Um, we've, we've calculated everything. We've looked at all the space we've got. We can only give you 100. Is that going to be enough? She was going for a week. <laughs> 
I just I would just love to have been there when they're like, oh, is is a hundred going to be enough? Because they're obviously they've never spoken to a woman in their lives. Bless these poor NASA engineers. They had no one to ask. I mean, you'd think it would just be easier to go to her and just say, are you going to need any? Because yeah. she might not have needed any at all. No, no, no. But you think they just no. asked her? But they've just like they worked it out and they probably sacrificed. Well, we can't have this many things because we're going to have these. Oh, and they they weigh about this much each. Bless them. <laughs> I think that's brilliant. A hundred for a week. I mean, I don't know much, but I know that's too many. A bit too many, yeah. I mean, some women have heavy periods, but that's like something else. <laughs> you need to go to A&E if you need a hundred. I would love to know if any races uh, in the UK that start doing this as well. I'm not sure if there's anything, perhaps, I don't know, as my running club or as can do, could ask. You know what, especially, I was just thinking then, especially like ultra marathons. Yeah. Like, that would be a nightmare to be on your period during an ultra marathon, yeah. but it'd be a slightly less of a nightmare if there was stuff like yeah. that at aid stations. Really simple thing to do. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to talk about running inspiration is our theme for this episode. How, how much do you love running inspirational posts? I, I hate it. Yeah. I, I think it's. I think it's cheesy. I hate it. Um, I've got a few here that people sent in just to start you off. Um, mm-hmm. This is a classic one. No matter how slow you go, you're still lapping everyone on the couch. I. That would be oh. throwing my phone down because I hate that shit because it's just like. People are doing just get on with it yourself. Like who cares? Like just because you're going for a run doesn't make you better than someone that's sat at home. Like I don't get this thing of like, well, at least you actually went and did it. Some people are being fucking lazy and sat watching EastEnders. Like who gives a shit? Get on with worrying about what other people are doing. Jesus. See the thing that gets me about it is like you're lapping them. Well, you're not lapping them because they're not in the race. They're not bothered. Yeah, you're not. So you're not lapping someone that's not taking part. And also couch. No one says couch. Other than couch to 5k in this phrase, in the UK, no one says couch. No, no. Wait, couch to 5k, this phrase, and the Simpsons couch gag. I think That's it. I think it's a very American thing, though, this sort yeah. of competitiveness. Like, yeah. I think it's fine to be competitive with yourself, and if you're an elite runner when you're in a race, to be competitive with the people around you, whatever. But, like, to be competitive with someone who's not even running? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit us and them, isn't it? How about this one? When your legs are tired, run with your heart. Unless you have a heart condition, in which case... <laughs> don't run with your heart. That's, that's not how hearts work. That's not what hearts are for. I mean, I would say when your legs are tired, run with your brain. I mean, that's that's the thing. Well, no, when your legs are tired, carry on running yeah. with your legs, but then stop if you need to. But also, like, I think... You still need to use your legs. The heart bit is cheesy. Like, I always say, like, when you're tired, mentally you can probably carry on, you know, a mm. bit longer if you just sort of toy out in your head. But yeah, it's just cheesy, isn't it? Run with your heart... You know, my heart is often saying, go back to bed. So I don't want to run with my heart at all. I'd rather leave it at home. Yeah. Uh, one that uh, SBC sent in says, run, find yourself. Which she um, left the comment of, gooey, I'm over here. Woo! <laughs> like it's going to be this big spiritual thing. <laughs> when really your nose is running, you need a shit. You're just running around <laughs> some streets. Yeah. Now, a few people don't like this one. In the race, when there's 5k left, only a park run to go. That's me. <laughs> To be honest, I do that sometimes as well. You know what, mentally though... Do you do it out loud? Um, if, yeah, if we have... Yeah. Like, sometimes I do as well, if I'm, if I'm in that kind of mood. I don't do power runs, I do, do, do often say like, oh, it's just 5k. But I do, in my head, I do split up races into smaller amounts. Yeah. So that is an easy thing to me. But, like, if you're saying it to some random person, that's really annoying. Yeah. yeah. I, I have done that a few But times. I do, like, I do split stuff up, like, it's like a half marathon. It's like, oh, two five miles, and then a park run, like, it's, you know... Uh. <laughs> Um, this is one that I actually came up with accidentally. 
and when I was doing Barry Island Park Run on a really windy day, and actually you had a windy run early and probably experienced this as well, I kind of just thought it to myself and realised how wanky it was. I just thought to myself, you know, you don't know you're running with the wind until you start running against it. That's really profound. I mean, it's literally true. Did the Buddha say that? It could have done. But that's it. It is literally true because that actually what happened. I was running with the wind. I was like, this is brilliant. Then I turned around. Oh, fucking hell, this is shit. But you don't know you're running with the wind until you start running against it. I was like, oh, put that on a poster. It's a, a, a silhouette, a silhouette of a runner on a cliff or something, and then oh, oh that's really oh, oof. god, profound shit that is. I think there's a difference between like these like wanky sort of inspirational shit, basically, yeah. and mantras that you can say to yourself. Yeah. So I think it's good to have like certain mantras. Like if you're running up a hill, you can say like, oh, hills will make you stronger. Hills will make you stronger. Mm-hmm. It's when you like partly it's just these are just like nonsense and just. Yeah bullshit and sort of really wanky but also like having to like put it on a poster and post it on instagram like you don't need yeah. to do that just i think it's good to have stuff stay in your head but when you put, put it out into the world and put a nice picture of a sunset or something I yeah think it comes particularly wanky yeah this is kind of my point on this is like what actually even is inspiration what why are people doing this because i'm thinking like if you see a post you see a quote and a lovely photo of someone running through the hills and it says something like, you don't know you're running with the wind until you start running against it. And people go, oh my God, that's so inspirational. If you just say that's really inspirational, yeah. but you don't do anything, that's not inspirational. No. To me, something that's inspirational changes you. Yeah. It actually inspires you to do something. And a sentence isn't going to do that. No. Like... Well, probably, you know, sometimes it might. Sometimes, for some people, they may see something and they think, yes, you know what, I'm going to do this thing, I'm going to sign up for this thing tomorrow, that's going to be me. Most of the time, it's like, oh, that's nice, like. Yeah. And like, then they move on. Because the things that inspire me in running are like hearing about other runners and reading about other runner yeah. stories and things like that, not just like, oh, you're going to go out and lap everyone on the couch. like. So that's the thing that kind of bugs me, is like, you're not being inspired, you're just kind of saying, yeah, that's nice. And that's not the same thing. <laughs> And you know, I've got another thing that I kind of feel a little bit bad about. You know, on Parkrun email. No, but okay. <laughs> you don't get the Parkrun email. I don't do Parkrun. You're a terrible person, Amy. Okay, well, you've seen these anyway. You know, you get stories about people that have overcome the odds. Oh, yeah. You or know, have do, done something yeah. amazing. I do get Parkrun email, I just don't know. Okay. So, very typically, you know, it'd be someone that, oh, this person ran for a while, then they got cancer. And then they got better and now they're starting to run again and they've made all these friends. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a bit bored of those stories. And I feel really bad about that. I don't read them anymore. I've just seen so many. It's too much, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, you know when you're, like, you're watching like the London Marathon or whatever on TV and they have the inspirational oh, stories. Yeah. But then like four hours in, you're like, enough now. Yeah. I'm done. Like, and you're like, oh, someone else's mum died and now you're yeah. running for them. Great. And I, I, I feel like such a prick no. for saying it. But I've just seen so many... I've seen so many tragic stories and people have overcome them. It's brilliant. Obviously, that's fantastic they've done that, but I just kind of don't want to read them anymore. It's becoming a bit X Factor esque, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I'm singing this song for my dead grandma, sort of thing. Yeah. And yeah, so I'm really sorry to all those people. <laughs> I, I honestly feel really shit about it, but I just I don't want to read them anymore. It's too much. It's too much. It's not oversaturation of soft stories. I found some uh, quotes here to finish on as well. Uh, it's quite a few of these came from Runner's World. A little kind of article they did. Very conveniently for me to copy and paste from. Do you want to do the first one there, Amy? God. If you want to run, run a mile. If you want to experience a different life, run a marathon. A different life. <laughs> different life. I mean, God. Emil Zatopek that was from. I mean, you know, he knew quite a lot. He was a decent runner and everything. Perhaps it was lost in translation a little bit, but if you want he's, to experience He's written a book, hasn't he? Have I... Has he written a book? I don't think he wrote a book. I think there's been a book written about him. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
if you want to experience a different life, run a marathon. I mean, that's a bit much, isn't it? I, who's, who's to say I'm not going to experience a different life running a mile? Yeah, you might do. You might, something life-changing might happen on that mile. I might fall over and break a leg and never be able to walk again. You know, that's pretty damn life-changing. Ryan Holmes says you can run a sprint or you can run a marathon, but you can't sprint a marathon. Well, of course you fucking can't. <laughs> How is that? Is that profound? Is that supposed to be fucking intelligent? Run, I've never heard the phrase run a sprint either. <laughs> yeah, you can run a sprint. You sprint. Like, it's a sprint, isn't it? Yeah. Like, like sprint is the... You can't sprint a marathon. Well, of course you can't sprint a fucking marathon. Sprint is a verb, isn't it? Yeah. Like, run a sprint. <laughs> can you sprint a run? Can you marathon a sprint? All questions we need to sort of look deep inside ourselves to answer. Okay, so if the marathon is a part-time interest, you will only get part-time results. I mean, the rest of us have jobs, so... It can only be a part-time interest, mate. I ain't got time. I'm only going to get part-time results. I mean... That's okay. I'm okay with part-time results. That's pretty, that's fine. That's not... You're half-arsing the marathon if you don't put 100% every day into yeah. it. Yeah. Oh God, your full-time job isn't running. God, what a loser. <laughs> Everything you ever wanted to know about yourself, you can learn in 26.2 miles. From unknown. Everything. Everything you ever wanted to know about yourself, you can learn in 26.2 Basically, miles. Basically, you will reach enlightenment. Those people at the end of London Marathon, they're not just getting a medal. They're, they're enlightened. I mean, mostly what that is, is you think, I probably can't run that far. And then you run that far and you go, oh yeah, I can. Yeah, it was bloody hard. I mean, yeah, there's something to say about like overcoming challenges that you yeah. didn't think you could face and all those sort of things. But you can do that in other aspects of your life yeah. as well. But mostly it's, oh, I ran further than I thought I could. Yeah. That is not everything that I want to know about myself. There are probably other things. There are a lot of more deep searching questions. You've got to run further though. You've got to like run further if you want to yeah. find out those questions. At the end of a marathon, it's going to hurt whether you're speeding up or slowing down. You may as well push. This is from uh, Summer Sanders, who's an Olympic gold medal winning swimmer. So, what do you know about running? <laughs> she's done a few marathons, to be fair. But even so, it's going to hurt whether you're, you might as well push. Fuck off, Summer. I'm tired. I want to slow down. <laughs> but also, like, it's going to hurt at some base level. But if you push when you're already hurting and you injure yourself, it's going to yeah. hurt a hell of a lot more. Well, it's just, it's going to hurt whether you're speeding up or slowing down. Well, yeah, but it's going to hurt more if you speed up and it's yeah. going to hurt less if you slow down. Yeah. So you might as well just hurt more. <laughs> if you're going to hurt, you might as well hurt more. Nah. Stick to swimming somewhere. Exactly. And this one, I think, just sums up the kind of nonsense of quote culture, especially on the internet. I'm, I haven't even looked this one up. Perhaps I should do. I ran my fastest marathon in the rain. From Winston Churchill? Surely that's not right. Winston Churchill Surely. did not run a fucking marathon. Have you seen Well, yeah. He seems like always smoking a cigar in all his pictures. I think he'd have some trouble. But that's not like... That's one of those joke quotes, isn't it? Where people like put a random quote and then they put it must be at the end. Surely he hasn't said that. Or it's from one of those like really dodgy websites. You know what? I've looked it up and that quote apparently is from Bill Rogers. <laughs> Bill Rogers again. Bill Rogers was early as well. Yeah, he's obviously but, someone that comes out with these kind of things. But Runner's World is actually attributed to Winston Churchill. They have, yeah. No way. Is that like the quote of um, never believe anything you read on the internet from Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's exactly. the same kind of thing. Yeah. Like, there is a particular thing with Churchill that people make up quotes and attribute it to Churchill all the time. Was Churchill actually a runner? He can't have been. No. 
and he may have been in like 1906 briefly but I think he was I think he was too posh I don't think he was running marathons though because like they used to run like middle distance in like those posh boarding schools Uh, yeah it was only posh boys back then that ran but it, I, I can't see him being Yeah, he should be on there. I don't know whether he's got any good quotes about running, but bloody Alan Turing was a... If they weren't a famous person, he like changed the world during the war, you know, and basically, yeah. you know, had an important part to play in the war. Alan Turing was a really good runner. Well, he kept his, had to keep his mouth shut, didn't he? So, keeping secrets. <laughs> Winston Churchill, that's hilarious. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd like to know if anyone's like a historian or wants to do some research yeah. for us. Did Winston Churchill actually run beyond just like what he would have done in school? Did he run marathons? I love it's not very specific though. I ran my fastest marathon. So he's done more than one yeah. in the rain. And also like... How is, is that inspirational? Yeah, exactly. Is that just like a, okay, great. Or is that because it was raining so it helped in some way? Was... I mean, I normally run faster in the rain, sure. But that's not... I'm telling you this now to inspire you. Like, oh. How is that inspirational? Yeah, that's weird. Um, so if you've got any of those really nasty, egregious kind of running inspiration quotes, please let us know. Oh, and if you've got any that are like, you know, on Instagram with the pictures and yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. like send us the pictures, like forward them to us or, you know. You know what, I did look up the runspiration hashtag oh, on Instagram. Oh. It gets used a lot, but I looked at it and it's all just young women posting themselves in the mirror and posting <laughs> sexy pictures of themselves and have used 25 hashtags one of which happens to be Runspiration. I'm like, yeah. nothing you're doing is Runspirational. No. You're just a pretty woman yeah. posting a picture like of yourself. showing off their abs or something yeah. and saying, be inspired, go out and run a marathon in the rain, get abs like these. <laughs> just like Winston. Uh, send those quotes to us. Twitter at runningisbs, Facebook runningisbullshit, and email runningisbull at gmail.com. So what's next for you, Stuart? Well, very excitingly, I'm having an ECG next week. That's very exciting. It is exciting. Well, it's because um, there's been a load of these kind of popping up now as companies doing free ECGs for people. And they said also what mostly I liked about it was that they said it's for young people Mm -hmm. under 35. I'm like, oh, I'm a young person. (laughs) I don't get to be a young person often. So that's good. Because actually my first ever half marathon I had to pull out of two days before because I had like uh, low blood pressure that week. So I went to the doctor and they just kind of panicked a bit and went, nap, don't do anything. So I had to stop running for about a month. And it turned out to just kind of be fine. Because my heartbeat is apparently a bit wonky and a bit odd anyway. Mm-hmm. But it's been fine for me. But I just thought that was five years ago. Probably useful to get another one. I, I need to go to one, really. I think I'm signed mm. up for that newsletter thing. Yeah. So, um, but they I sell out really fast. Yeah, I can't go. Whatever, I can't remember the date it mm. is, but I can't go anyway. But I should go. Because I yeah. get like, palpitations. And yeah. Not when I'm running, but like, yeah. I don't think my heartbeat's like regular. I mean, particularly kind of locally now, uh, in the Cardiff Half Marathon last year, there were two people that died in yeah. fairly quick succession uh, on on the finish line barry island triathlon someone died when he got about 40 meters out in the water as well and barry island park run i've had someone have to go to hospital as well with and i think like if you find out you have a heart condition that doesn't necessarily mean the end of your running because i know i follow people on instagram and stuff that have heart conditions and they manage it through medication and just knowing Mm. they've got it so they can sort of i I don't know exactly how they sort of just they're running Mm. but they manage it basically and they still run like big distances so i think some people might be scared because they think oh if i find something out i'd rather be ignorant and just you know But I think, you know, it's something you can manage. If yes. you know. And then you've got a good story. You can be a Runspiration. Run, hashtag Runspiration, hashtag heart condition. <laughs> so if I don't have a terrible heart condition, what I'll be doing the week after that? Fucking hell. Um, it's an 18-mile race, a little bit more of the coast path. Hooray, I'm very happy about that. It's from Cardigan to Newport in West Wales. The elevation on it <laughs> is 2,700 metres. 
That's almost... Isn't Penavan like similar to that? That's well, hard. Snowdon, I've done, the yeah. tallest mountain in Wales, is about 950 metres. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> I've, I've barely run. I've run like 15k the last three weeks. I was going to say, what are you doing? Aren't you That's, injured? Yeah. Uh, you know, for, for, for old school people, that is 9,000 feet of elevation. Gee, I still in 18 miles. Feet, so, yeah, that's useful for me. <laughs> 9,000. I do. I've done a lot of hilly runs. That is three times hillier than anything I've ever done. How are you going to train for this if you're injured? Well, I'm just kind of. I don't know. This is. This is. It'll be a lot of walking. It has bad idea written all over. Yeah, absolutely. It. Although I do get, I often get to the stage with injuries where I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm just going to break my whole fucking leg. I don't yeah. care." Like <laughs> the best thing about this, um, they put up a picture of a sign on the course on the coast path, and there's about a seven mile stretch, and it says from this point forward. Basically, there's no facilities, there's no water, there is no escape path. <laughs> Which I just love the idea, the section of no escape. You, you, you go on that path or you come back on that path. There is no other way off it. You need to take a picture of that. Have you seen the scary signs subreddit? Where no. it's like, there's a, there's a subreddit oh, for scary yes. signs. I saw one down Cardiff Bay Barrage the other day when I went for a run. It just said danger. <laughs> it just said danger. There was no sort of indication to what this danger <laughs> was. It just said danger. You're like looking around like, yeah. oh my God, my God, danger everywhere. <laughs> So um, I might be dead. I might have died of a heart attack or I might be on the cliffs of Ceredigion. So if you want to send in your applications for the next co-host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just bear in mind, you will have to do everything because I don't do anything for this podcast apart from turn up. (laughs) Yeah. What have you got, Amy? So, you know, like I said, I'm actually building up my mileage again. So those promises I made about actually doing shit, I am actually doing. Um, So I've also signed up for some races because, of course, I'm all like, yeah, I'm actually doing shit, I should sign up. So I'm signed up for the Cardiff Bay 10K, which I'm looking forward to. I did it two years ago. Last year I was injured. I'm kind of looking forward to because I feel like I can get a PB at it because I got a PB last time. So you are actually going to try and run it properly? I'm going to try and run it properly, yeah. Mm. Providing the knee's okay because my knee at the moment isn't good with me trying anything fast. So um, not a good idea, but I'm going to try. But also it tends to be very overcrowded. So I'm a bit like, well... So, but it should be fun. And then also um, Porth Call 10K, which is a new race. It looks quite nice. I think it's the first one this year, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So that looks quite fun. I don't know. I haven't looked at the route. I should look at the route. You'd be on the seaside. So you can get ice cream. Yeah, I'm hoping it goes up to Rest Bay and stuff and all that. So that should be nice. Yeah. And I might enter Barry 10K as well because I enjoyed that. Okay. So just entering lots of 10Ks because I'm doing a marathon in Reykjavik. I'm also doing an ultra and the Penavan run. So I think in terms of distance. So have you just slipped in, you're doing a marathon in Reykjavik. I've this on the I don't podcast. think so. Yeah, just, just buried the lead a little there. Off. Oh yeah, the the Porth Call 10K <laughs> is going to be a huge thing and a marathon in Reykjavik. <laughs> yeah, just uh, well, I'm going to Iceland. I thought, well, in Iceland, do a marathon in Reykjavik. Might as well do a marathon. I was going to do a half marathon. Um, that was always the plan. <laughs> Bloody expensive as well. Yeah. You know, Iceland's expensive anyway. Yeah. Like that marathon cost me almost ninety quid. <laughs> yeah, it's expensive. That's just because like it's insane in Iceland. You probably get instead of a race T-shirt, you could probably get like a big jumper. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't oh, that be great? A race jumper. It does look like a nice route, and like I thought, you know what? I've always said I'm not going to do a marathon unless I get into London. But I thought with all the training I'm doing this year, I'm training for a 40 mile race. I might as well do a marathon as well because I've well, been training for it. Surely it's in August, and my 40 miles in June, Penavans in July. I thought I'll be ready. Right, piss piss. After 40 miles, I'll be, I'll be laughing. That's just tapering then. Yeah, you just exactly. do a, a casual warm down recovery yeah. marathon. Just jog it out, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. So, um, if you want to get in contact with us about anything on the show really um, let us know if you've ever had a shit on a running track mm-hmm. uh, what else was there what else did we discuss what are our calls to action your shitty running inspiration yes of course the main sort of thing we're talking about 
the main topic. Uh, yeah, we want to know about your really shitty inspirational quotes, or maybe even like like Stuart did, make one up. Yeah, absolutely. Try and make up something really profound and nauseating. And also let us know if you've shoulder checked a bitch. Yeah, I, I mean we're not <laughs> sort of asking people to go out and do it, but if you've done it in the past, <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> so um, to contact us, you can get in touch on Twitter at Running Is BS. On Facebook, just search Running Is Bullshit. If you want to email us a bit more, you know, long form, uh, runningisbull at gmail.com. Thank you very much, bullshitters. We'll speak to you again soon. Later, bros. Peace out. (laughs) I'll tell you what's bullshit about evening running, cold boobs and an empty belly.